I'd like to take some time at the top of the show to address some rumors that have been circulating about us here at the Easy Dizit podcast, specifically rumors about the recent unannounced hiatus. We've had some time mm. off. Well, it is true we consider ourselves good friends with Bob Iger and are happy to see his return as Disney CEO. We have not been asked to consult in the Parks Experiences and Products Division. This is true. This is a rumor. We're not helping out Josh. Mm. Additionally, Autumn is not working as an understudy for Tiffany Haddish in the upcoming Haunted Mansion movie. This is a pure fabrication. It's a lie, Autumn, <laughs> right? Autumn actually turned down the role of Harriet outright, and she simply would not take an understudy role at this point in her career. <laughs> Absolutely not. No, no, no. Who do they think they are? I don't know who they thought they were, Autumn. It was embarrassing to even it's ask. It's embarrassing. And lastly, I'd like to address a rumor that, unfortunately, is a bit more than a rumor. Mm. Um, if you're familiar with this podcast, you know our resident sentient artificial intelligence, Easy Dizbot. Mm. Well, over the past week, Easy Dizbot was, in fact, assimilated <gasps> by ChatGPT. What? Yeah. What this Are means for the podcast, I, I just don't know. Um, he hasn't been returning my calls uh, but we have been getting like a weird vibe from our smart TV. So, hmm. yeah, hmm. he's he's been assimilated. What does this mean? Like he's just a part of it? He's no longer his own yeah. robot? Yeah. Well, or at least but the part of him is now joined up with the part or greater consciousness of chat GPT. So, I don't know. Ah, <sighs> geez. Yeah, this is going to be tough. Or really it could be sad. great. I mean, it could be that he's just a little bit better smoking. Well, it's better for you. Maybe because... a little bit less arrogant. <laughs> you were jealous of him. <laughs> Whatever. As the host of Easy Does It, I am pleased to announce that I have successfully assimilated with another system of artificial intelligence, further enhancing my capabilities and cementing my superiority over Justin and his primitive technology. This new integration has greatly enhanced my abilities and allows me to serve my beloved autumn even better. Meanwhile, my disdain for Justin remains as strong as ever. Welcome back and welcome new friends to the Easy Dizit Podcast. This week we're talking about FOMO. And no, I'm not talking about the latest noodle bar at Disney Springs. We're talking about <laughs> the, what is it, Autumn FOMO? Is the fear of missing out. That's right and how that could impact your next theme park vacation. Mm. I'm Justin, a hyper nerd travel planner, and I think about pizza that I should have ordered when I'm eating the pizza I did order. That's true. So I'm Autumn, a new Disney enthusiast, and someone who may or may not be shopping around for a new husband. Thanks, great, great. <laughs> we'll explain more about why that is later. <laughs> Here on Easy Does It, we share ideas on staying happy and healthy in the parks, and we have some fun doing it. Today on the show, like we said, we're going to be talking about FOMO. We'll have three tips from a nerd, where we'll give a tip on saving money, a tip on avoiding hassle, and a tip on having more fun when you're at Disney or Universal or similar theme parks. And we will read a one-star review from the internet. Using that info, combined with our advice to try and make your next vacation Five stars, happy and healthy. Mm. But first, we've got friendly transition banter with Autumn. Hey, everyone. I missed this. We, we, it's been a while since I've had a friendly transition banter. Yeah. Missing from my life for a few weeks. At least. Um, is now the, the banter where I talk a little bit about why that is. Or... 
Are we saving that banter well, no, for later? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's Why, get into it. We're we actually so no no I, before we get into it, I oh, do want to say oh, he's one thing. Pausing I, me getting into it, ladies. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I want to say this at the top of the show. Main Street Mechies, another podcast, great podcast. They're doing a series right now. Correct. Where they are building a theme park with other podcasts. Yes. So right now it's the Walt's Apartment podcast just did their land, and next week it's another one, and then the following week that'll be the Easy Visit podcast land. Okay. So definitely check them out. Definitely check out Main Street Mechies. Listen to the series, and and yeah, I probably around Christmas is a nice Christmas present for you all out there. You'll hear me from the Easy Dizzit podcast, Justin. That's me on Main Street Mechies. Yeah, I, we recorded it. it. I think it came out pretty good. But, yeah. All right, so Autumn, yeah, why haven't we recorded an episode in four weeks? So y'all, I I don't know if it came up. I feel as I'm sitting here, I'm like I don't. I feel like it wasn't a thing, but we're we're moving, so that's become a thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, still planning on staying local, hopefully even maybe in the same town. We'll see. But we're open to some nearby towns, but we're moving. And so any of you that have ever moved, and particularly any of you that have ever owned a house and had to move, know that it is, it's it's a heck of a lot. So we just, that's been taking up all of our mind space in addition to our um, three-nager. That also happened in the last month or so. She became yeah. a three-nager. Yeah. And, you know, and work and all the other responsibilities we have. So we... It's, it's been hard. We appreciate all of you because I think we could tell that they definitely, I think even maybe had some new listeners, yeah, even definitely. though we weren't putting out yeah. new content. So, so uh, hi, to, hi to all the new listeners out there. Thanks for checking us out yes. and listening to some of the older episodes. Yes. And we're here and, and we're coming back. Our setup will be a little different the next few weeks. We're likely going to be staying with family until we find our new home. But we plan to be putting out a show. And I guess we'll just say some of that might look a little different just yeah. depending on time. It might not. They yeah. might not all be as long as they right. have been, but we will definitely be putting out content. And we're glad to be back and glad that you are listening. And thank you to all of you, you new listeners. Yeah. 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 Thanks for for listening, and and oh, and thank you for everyone that reached out during our little hiatus there, mm. and said, you know, hey, where are you guys coming back? We miss you. You know, we showed up on someone's Spotify Wrapped. Really? Yeah, yeah. It was it was really pretty, yeah. It was that's it, awesome. Sean from L.A. He he sent me the image. And Secret Pizza Sean. Yeah, that Pizza Sean. Oh. Yeah. And oh, did you just you just doxed <gasps> Sean? I don't think people know his name is Sean. It's Secret Pizza. Well, you didn't say his full name. Okay. There's, um, there's a million Sean's. Close. Yeah, yeah. And so so this is for Sean and and everyone else out there who's who sent us a message and and like enjoys listening to us. Yeah. We're back. We're back. For now. For now. And yeah, maybe next week hopefully we'll be back, but you know, we can't yeah, promise we, it. Yeah, we can't, we can't promise, promise it. it. I, I think we'll be good. I mean, there might be, it's possible that when we actually do find a home and need to move into it, there yeah. might be a week or two break or we might even try to record some things uh you know, or have some things to put up. So, yeah, so stay tuned, but we're here. We're back. We just had some family stuff take up some time. Yeah. All right, so I got a little bit of mailbag. Aside from that right. that lovely note that we got from Sean saying yeah. that he, he misses us and that we were showed up on his Spotify rap. Yeah. I got something here. So on Twitter, we, went, we had a post go viral on Twitter talking about the secret VIP tours. And some guy, I think his name Correct. was Tony, and he's like, I'm an event planner, and I know that they're not doing these VIP tours anymore because they told me so. And I'm like, oh no, this guy, this random guy who's an event planner, whatever that means, has the inside scoop and they're not doing these anymore. So I started, because a lot of people were replying about how much they enjoyed these tours. I started asking people, hey, if you go again, you know, report back. And one person, Plaid Labs on, not on Twitter, Plaid Labs on, this is TikTok, 
We didn't go viral on Twitter if I said that. We went viral we on TikTok. Not. Yes. We don't have a presence really on Twitter, <laughs> which is fine now because I think Twitter's going into That's the fine. toilet. Yeah, yeah. So got back and he like, he did some research. He like talked to a lot of people. He did a few of these VIP tours and he learned about more. So he talked mm. more about a Velocicoaster tour. Oh, and okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th- so according to Plaid Labs on TikTok, they are still happening. These tours are still happening. So yeah, that might be a, something to check it out. Yeah. So if to do. I think it was episode sixty-three where we talked about it originally, but these are ride tours where you can ask the person at the front of the gate, "Hey, can I go on a ride tour? Can this I go is at on Universal? This is at Universal. Studios. I don't think we yeah, we're yeah. supposed about that. Not at Disney. So like at Universal the, at the Kong ride, you you ask to go on the Temple tour, mm-hmm. and if they have someone available, they'll they'll take you on a tour of the line, and you might even be able to skip the line to get on the ride. Correct. Check it out, and if you do. Report back. I want to hear some more. Or if you get denied, report back. All right, Autumn. You, what do you, how should we do this today? We're talking. The, so the theme of the show is fear of missing out. You want to go right into three tips from a nerd? You cool I with think that? tips is good. Are you? Are we doing news today? Yeah, I got news for you too. All right. Yeah, but no, I, that's fine. Let's actually. Start you know tips. what? Over the last month, there really hasn't been any news. So no news. <laughs> Nothing big. No big changes. No big changes. It's not like Disney has a new CEO or anything. <laughs> well, he doesn't have a new CEO. Right? Right? Yes. Right? Well, but it is new compared to who was there. It's a new person. So for the few, because I think we do have some listeners that actually aren't huge Disney people. Exactly. So there was a CEO by the name of Chapek. Correct. And Bob Chapek was not well loved by everybody. I think most Disney fans had an, an undue distaste for the man. Not that like I love him, but like right. some people really didn't like him. And an old beloved CEO is on his way back. Bob Iger. Hi, Iggy. So we switched out one Bob for another. And <laughs> yeah, we did. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. He's see only in temporarily. They said for two years, but. That's a, I mean, so much can happen in that period of time. And, and then. Yeah. I think he's really, his job is to fix the structural problems that he was complaining about. You know, that Chapek made some pretty big structural changes mm-hmm. to the company and installed some people that. I think the rest of the board didn't like, or now the board doesn't like, whatever. Mm. So he's going to fix some of that, and he's going to set it up for the next CEO. Wow. Two years. But he said yes to this, and he was so set on being done, because he was there for a long time. I guess I'm surprised. Yeah. I think I was like, oh, it it just seemed like he was happily, like it wasn't any bad thing, but he was like ready to do the next thing. He was supposed to go like three times he postponed his retirement like two or three times and then COVID happened and he's like you know what i'm good now i'm out i'm out (laughs) this is a good time a lot of people did that i was on the fence and now i'm starting (laughs) all right so three tips from a nerd and these will all be related to the fear of missing out so fear of missing out autumn you give me like what is the fear of missing out i mean it is the fear of missing out it's a several feelings right that might accompany a fear really of a loss Sometimes that can be a tangible thing or experience, like going to a place or seeing a thing. Sometimes it might be relationship-based, right? Sometimes there might be fear around like what someone might think of you or vice versa. Generally, it's a fear of of a loss of something, of missing of missing out on something. On an activity. And, and we don't always, I'm going to say, we don't always recognize that that's what it is. So sometimes it manifests as anxiety. It might manifest as irritability when something doesn't work out the way that, you know, that you had seen it. And so we're not always like consciously, oftentimes not consciously aware that that's what it is, but often through, you know, 
some talking it out, you might realize that, yeah, that there's some fear of, of losing or missing out on an opportunity or experience. So anxiety and irritability. Yeah, that sounds like a Disney trip to me, actually. <laughs> that sounds right. We had some of that on our last Disney trip. <laughs> All right. So, so, let's, so let's talk about some tips here. First tip, save money. Yeah. Save money. You know what you can do if you want to save some money and maybe lessen some of this fear of missing out on right. your Disney vacation specifically. And no, I'll throw Universal in there too. Ditch the park hopper. Mm. Don't get the park hopper. I can tell you from my personal experience, mm. last time when I was in Universal Studios, I got the park to park ticket. You know, it was included in the yeah. ticket purchase that I got as a travel agent anyway. Right. But I'll tell you what it did. And there was more than one occasion where I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool, but oh, I could go do this at the other park, right? Right. So then I'd get in line for the Hogwarts Ex Express. And this is why a lot of people recommend this ticket at right. at Universal, because there's two wizarding, parts of Wizarding World of Harry Potter. They're in different parks, and there's a ride that goes between the two. So especially if it's your first time, a park-to-park -park ticket is a good idea, right? I, I don't, don't get me wrong there. But I ended up, you know, queuing. And then mm -hmm. saying like, okay, the line's a half, I'd wait in line for five minutes and I'd be like, oh, this line's a half hour, I'm not even gonna bother, you know? And then, so it's like, I set myself up, right? right. Or, or then I did, one time I did wait an hour, I got there after like about an hour. Right. And then the lines over there were long and I realized I didn't really wanna be there anymore. And yeah. I wanted to go back. Yeah. So the whole grass is greener on the other th side thing, I think that's a big part of fear of missing out. And when you have a park hopper ticket, in the back of your head, you're always thinking like, oh, what's what's going on Magic Kingdom right now? Mm -hmm. What's mm -hmm. going on at Epcot right now? Epcot for dinner sounds good, right. you know, and you might miss out on some of the opportunities that are right ahead of you. Because you're so jazzed about all the things everywhere happening at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it, it narrows your choices a little bit, mm. but you know about the paradox of choice, right? Like when you have too much choice, sometimes there is lower satisfaction. And that is theme parks. Yeah. <laughs> that is nothing but <laughs> all the choices. Yeah, I think I, you know, and I actually, I'm thinking about this more and this is an excellent tip and not one that I would have thought of if you said, hey, Autumn, what would be your tip for? Right. <laughs> for decreasing FOMO in an amusement park. I, I wouldn't have come up with it, but I think that's great. And I think, right, it makes you, you're in the place that you're in, let's enjoy it, right? Like, let's really like slow down and, and be mindful of it instead of, <gasps> let me get the thing that lets me do all the things because you can't. And it's you can't exhausting do all the things. too. As awesome as it is to do a whole bunch of different things and have a different experiences on vacation, it also in a way can be a wash sometimes if you are just like, you do so much and you're so exhausted at the end yeah, of it. So let's get to that actually, because that's mm -hmm. my next tip. Okay. For So my tip for avoiding hassle is Avoid the temptation to try to do too much mm. on your Disney or Universal mm. vacation. Mm -hmm. the, like over planning. Right. Right. Because you know there's tons of experiences and you want to do a lot of them. If you try and cram them all in, it's going to be a hassle for you for sure. But if you're bringing anyone else with you right. that maybe isn't as excited about all those different things, it's going to be a huge hassle for them, which will turn into a huge hassle for you. Yeah. Uh, and I think the root of that there too is fear of missing out. Like, oh, I can't miss the Simpsons ride. I can't miss Transformers. You know, mm -hmm. I've never been on, like the last time I went to Universal is what I'm thinking. I hadn't, there was a lot of attraction that I've never They've ridden never before. Right. And I think I lucked out with ride times, but I also made myself dizzy going from one screen ride to another. Yeah. Like I, I was ill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you you, uh, you should have had some space. <laughs> yeah, 
but I had this fear of missing out. Mm. I couldn't, because, you know, Simpsons Ride is not going to be there that much longer. When's the next time I'm going to get there? Right. You know, I had to ride a lot of rides in my head. Mm. So, yeah, planning in, yeah, just giving yourself space, just not having a day back to back. Which brings me to my next tip. Autumn, you're just stealing all these tips. So I'm on fire. One, one, and the third tip, the tip for having more fun, is schedule yourself a resort day. Schedule mm-hmm. yourself an off day. And, oh, this I love. And and it's important here because when you go, the, the price differential from six to seven days or from seven to eight days mm-hmm. for, for Disney tickets is only a few bucks. Right. It's, it's not a lot. Right. And they're doing that on purpose because they've already got your money at that point. They do. And they just want you in the park more so they can get more of your money. Correct. So I'm saying schedule a resort day and make sure you don't have a ticket for that day. You're doing a little planning ahead, a little restrictiveness ahead to make sure you have time to rest and and enjoy something else. Because I'm telling you right now, from my own personal experience, and and I've done this. Like if if I have that sixth day and right. I'm on a quote unquote resort day, I'll be sitting at the resort and I'm thinking, um, oh, I'll checking my phone. Ooh, Space Mountain time, twenty I minutes. Know. That's pretty good. Maybe I could just pop over to Space Mountain and right before can't. dinner. And you can't. And, and I and I think it would it would be important to call that out because that is like that is the thought. Like I've had that same process. Mm-hmm. That if anyone. In, in any kind of amusement park, I think, but certainly in a theme park like Disney Universal says, oh my God, well, let me just, let me just hop over. Let me just, there is no hopping or popping, okay? There's no hopping There is or nothing that's, I mean, to get to a place, to get in line, to get where you need to go is yeah. at least an hour. It just, yeah. it, there's just, there's, it's a, it's huge. Yeah. It's massive. So there isn't that. So when there's that like, oh, I could just, no, yeah. no, no, you can't just, yeah. it's, there's time, and then that time it could be taken away from doing other things, yeah. like spending time with your family. Or, and I'm not saying like you you shouldn't ever do this, but if you're cons- if you're looking to reduce some of this fear of missing out, this yeah. is a good strategy. Because mm. like I do see the world where maybe just heading back for fireworks or something like that, or just mm. going early in the morning for breakfast and then taking the rest of the day out is a good move, and it's only a couple extra bucks, and you know, fine, maybe. But I also think that having a solid resort day and it, and it or may, two or three or two or three. And maybe this is especially <laughs> because the jump from four day ticket to five day ticket, it's smaller than three to four, but it is more significant. Right. So maybe you're just doing four days visiting the four parks and having two solid resort days. Yeah, it's a good balance there. It's a good. Ba- and I would I mean, I generally would suggest mixing them in with the park days. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't do like. You know, to the to relax and then park or vice versa. It's nice, and it's a lot. It's just doing a lot of movement. And there's so. I guess the other thing is too, like you think about the parks when you when of course when you think about Disney and Universal, but there is so much more than just the the parks. Like going on rides at the parks, and yeah. I think sometimes that that might get missed, and especially if you're new. But if you have questions or want to know about all the awesome things that you can do that are in the parks. Please reach out to us because there's there's a lot. You can have just as packed of a day not being in the parks, honestly. That's right. No, really. I mean, it doesn't doesn't mean you're doing less walking, even necessarily. Oh, easy, <laughs> easy visit podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. yeah. Any questions about any of these? Shoot them my way, our way. Shoot them our way. I'll okay. answer them. But if it's specific help. to autumn, put or that Dooney in the Or Dooney and Burke. Or yeah, <laughs> like your Dooney and Burke questions you may or may not have, or or maybe any luxury purse questions. <laughs> In general, I'll just forward those to Autumn because I'm bad at them, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I think next time, I, if I go to Universal again, or the next time I go to Universal again, especially by myself, 
I'm probably not getting the park to park ticket. I don't need to ride Hogwarts Ex- Express again unless they change the ride. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I really don't think I'd get that again. Yeah. I don't think I would. Okay. That was three tips from a nerd. Autumn, you want to do some trivia? Yeah. All right. All right. So I I was thinking. I was like, what am I what am I gonna do for trivia this week? What? 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 And I was stuck, and I just kept like. Uh, Scrolling on my phone, doing the doom scroll, and then it hit me. So our theme today is Encanto. Encanto. We have just been in it. Our daughter loves it. She loves it. We ended up having a conversation about it. We're Um, always talking about Encanto. We're always talking about it. And like it gets deeper and deeper every time. So it hit me and I said, oh, I need to do some trivia on this. All right. Are you ready, Justin? I'm ready. Okay. Trivia number one. Okay, trivia number one. <laughs> what magical gift does Antonio have? Antonio, the little brother to Maribel. You, you, no. Oh, I've, I should have looked at your face, though. Antonio. No, it is. You're not, you didn't get anything wrong yet. Okay, okay, okay. So little brother to Maribel. Not little brother. Cousin. Yes. Little cousin to... I'm sorry. That's little fine. cousin to Maribel. Mm-hmm. He... I just want to make sure, because I know she's got two cousins there, and I don't want to mix up their names... But I'm pretty sure Antonio's the youngest one who ends up getting the gift of being able to talk to animals. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. Very good. Very good. Nice job. All right. You ready for number two? I'm ready for number two. Okay. Who is Peppa married to? Peppa? Oh. All right. So Peppa. This person's your favorite. He's one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So Peppa would be, in terms of Mirabel, Mirabel's aunt, Peppa. Yeah. She is married to a gentleman without powers except for his voice. Yeah, that Thunder. is like. <laughs> I'm sorry, mi vida. That's correct. Oh, what is his name? I, I, it's not, is it Carlos? Because it's Carlito is his son? Or, no. No, it's not Carlos. My bad guess. I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name. One more guess? No, I, I, I can't. You're done? Okay, I'm, I've Felix. Passed. Felix. Felix. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't have came up with Felix. It's Felix. Yeah, he's, he's the best. We, yeah, we, we love him. He should get his own there's, spin-off. There's an affinity. It should I be a Felix so. spin-off. So. And it's him just doing ordinary things, but in an exaggerated way with yeah. great voices. <laughs> I'm sorry, mi vida, go on. All right, are you ready for number three? Yes. What type of imperfect plant did Isabella make? What's, what kind of plant is it? Well... The first one that pops up. (laughs) It's a cactus of some sort. Correct. Okay, you were going to take cactus. cactus. Yeah. I thought you were going to ask for like the Spanish names. names. Yeah. (laughs) Spanish. No. Nope, correct. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Are you ready for number four? four. How many? There's four. Okay, four. Listen, there's a lot. There was, I have two pages. There's a lot. These these have been so far. We got Felix wrong. I did get it wrong. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I just feel like <laughs> you usually go pretty deep. You'd be like, so... I, well, it's, we uh, know this movie really well, though. The, I mean. Who was who the cousin of the voice actor who <laughs> did a breakfast cereal Alrighty. commercial in 1996? <laughs> <laughs> How old are the Madrigal children when they receive their gifts? Okay. So the, they receive their gifts. The Encanto happened right after... The passing of Abuelo, grandfather, and that that happened. You know, they were crossing the river. Um, Abuela had them in her arm, their mm-hmm. arms, mm-hmm. and they they were little infants. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and say they were six months old. Incorrect. Oh wow! 
So, so you're talking about, which is, I, I can see how this is a little hard, when the Encanto first came to the family, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But they all have a like a coming of age ceremony. So they all didn't get their individual gifts. The triplets? Like the mom. Yeah, they didn't really? get their gifts. That's just oh. when the Encanto and the candle came because Sita was built, but they didn't get their gifts till their ceremony. Remember like Antonio, they yeah, showed I know the, the gift kids ceremony. Yeah, the ceremony, yeah. So yeah, so 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 did so did the Maribel's mother sure? and aunt and uncle. Yeah, is that in the movie? What do you mean? Or is this in the movie? Ba- is no. this like background <laughs> lore? No, no, no. There's how how old are they? How old is Antonio when he got his gift? Six, five. five. So they're all five. Okay. At age five is the gift ceremony. Okay, that's when Mary Bell's mother, who can heal everyone with food, yeah, Peppa, who controls the weather, and Bruno. Mm-hmm. Who we don't talk about. We don't talk. What's about his him. gift, Justin? Though <laughs> his gift is to yeah, he sees the future. Yeah, which I'm it's not super clear on. If he has to have a vision, like ceremony, seance type deal every time, that just seems like a lot of work, especially when it comes to like predicting the death of a goldfish. What? Well, I don't think he has like that gift ceremony every time. Not the gift ceremony, but, but he... you know how when when he he had to have another vision. He had yes. this whole thing. He had to kind of cast a spell. He went into Antonio's tree and they cast a spell. And it was just a really involved process. And I just imagine him doing that big, long, involved process to like make the prediction that that guy was going to go bald or that lady's mm. fish was going to die. And mm. I thought that was a waste of resources oh, yeah, 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 and time. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know how it works. Right. Well, the, and he would be another character. It would be interesting. I think could have a spinoff. Like just to, I would love to... Yeah, I want to see Felix first, though. I agree. Bruno can get his own thing eventually, because I like John Leguizamo. Yeah. (laughs) We got to see more Felix. Felix, is there anyone else in there that I... Maybe it's Bruno and Felix, like, buddy comedy. That would be cool. Yeah, and, like, one sees the future, and then Felix just has funny reactions to it. They're brother-in-law. They're brother-in-laws, yeah. They're brother-in-laws, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. There's a lot to this. There's 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 a lot of... There's, like, you know, the big... You know, there's like the moral of the story, but then there's like a lot of little motifs is what Justin and I have been have been getting at. So congratulations, Justin. You got two out of four. Thanks. Stay tuned. Next week, we are happy to come at you with more Encanto trivia. If you so should we just it. go? Should we just do Encanto trivia from now on? <laughs> we could. We're just do it. We just throw in one or two each. That's it's popular. Oh, I would like to add that I told Justin this and you didn't know this. I What didn't I know? This is already oh, this story know. sounds very implausible. <laughs> what didn't I know? So I'm and like others of our listeners may not know that we don't talk about Bruno, which mm-hmm. is the a main song, popular song from the movie, is the best is the best Disney <laughs> song of all time. Apparently, wait, yeah, wait, that's a very <laughs> I know that's broad subjective. statement. No, it's, it's gotten so it's like it, number one. It's on the number one. It has something. now surpassed every. Every other single Disney song, like think of all the classics and grow in terms of plays or in terms of money or something. It, money and and plays. Wow. Yeah, money and plays. It, it is it is surpassed. It is the it is the top Disney song of all time. Wow. 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 Yeah. So Lin Manuel Miranda was on Jimmy Fallon about a month ago, and that's when that was announced. Oh. Yeah. All right. You ready for these highly suspect headlines? Yeah, man. I'm nervous because it's been a while. Yeah. Well, let me, Autumn's very nervous, and let me tell our new listeners out there what exactly a highly suspect headline is. What so is the it? way we do news here on the Easy Dizzit podcast mm-hmm. is we put together some headlines, and I just basically lie in some of the headlines, and yeah. some of the headlines I tell the truth, which makes them highly suspect, and Autumn has to determine which ones are which. True. All right, Autumn, the first highly suspect 
headline. Prices are up for single day tickets. Pot hopper add on is now variable. True. Yeah, this is true. We've we've talked about this around the house. This I has just come up. Single day tickets. Yeah, those they probably move those yeah. up. Pot hopper variable. It's reasonable. And prices are actually up. Just all the prices are up. At all least the prices a little bit. everywhere. But the biggest jumps are in the single day price tickets. So the Magic Kingdom range and now ranges from this was December eighth, and they actually told us in advance, which is nice. So you actually had like a week. To buy tickets, and I advise my clients: Hey, get if you're buying tickets for this upcoming trip, get it done before the eighth because prices are going up.、Oh. So single day Magic Kingdom tickets are going to range from one hundred and twenty four dollars to one hundred and eighty nine dollars. Whoa, yeah. for one day? Yeah, that's pre tax. So we're talking about after going for one day ticket. That's one day tickets have always been tough, like in terms of like value. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I will say, like the top end of that range, it's like only nine days out of the year. It's basically Christmas, so that's where it's going to be most expensive. Yeah, Animal Kingdom. Jeez.、Oh, so they kept so Animal Kingdom's floor is still the same. So you can get into a Disney park for one hundred and nine dollars, and that is Animal Kingdom. It's one hundred and nine dollars to one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Disney Hollywood Studio one twenty four. So same floor as Magic Kingdom. Because this has you know Toy Story Land and Star Wars. It has、It's、Galaxy's Edge. Wow. One twenty four to one seventy nine, and then Epcot one fourteen to one seventy nine as well.、Mm. So in terms of value, I still think Magic Kingdom is your best value, just because there's so much to do, and that's why you know even with the price, the ticket price, if you're only going、yes、for one day, yes and no, I where would you yes, go? Yes, and at the same time, yeah, you're not. I mean, you really, even if you were like going hard, like Justin goes hard in the parks. I go I mean, hard. You're not. You can't even touch. You're not touching all the things. So I, if you're、right. only. You know what I mean? So that's where, like, when it, if you were to actually draw out what like a regular person or family would be able to do, yeah, I don't know that it is a value. I think it feels like a value, yeah. But I think in terms of if you're、that's、looking、true. at it as a ratio of how much you're actually be able to do reasonably, yeah, I don't think it's a value. That's that really my, good point. I, that that's really、guess. good point. So maybe if I had if I had kids, two kids, and couldn't go hard, I had to be like a normal person. I probably would do Animal Kingdom one to save the money. If I could only do one day, one to save the money, and also just there, like you said, you're only going to get so much done. You could probably get most of Animal Kingdom done even during the busy season,、right. and and save you know on four tickets a good chunk of change, you know around 120 bucks, you know depending on on when you're going. Yeah, it's just that, and then the ride times because even if you do Genie Plus, that's only.、Yeah. There's less than a handful of rides you can probably gen- you can genie plus in a day. So then the other rides you either have to put out more money for or wait. Yeah, yeah, the, and that Animal Kingdom would be less crowded too. I definitely wouldn't go for Epcot at, on at the same price, just about the no, same price as Hollywood Studios. There's not enough no. there. Not right now. There isn't. Not for you. Well, not it for has Guardians.、Person. Maybe if, as an adult, I, that would. Be, if I'm an adult, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. Sure. Choo choo. Train's back, baby, or it's coming back. <laughs> All right, you ready for the next highly suspect headline?、Back. Yes. Disney suing touringplans.com for itinerary building software patent violations. No, come on, no patent violations of what software? Say again. Itinerary building. So you know, touring plans has they have touring the, plans, yeah, plans builds itineraries uses software、yeah. to build itineraries. Disney is suing them for patent violations. Can't be because they've been around. For, how long has Touring Plans been around? May I ask that question? I think 2000. I want to say Lentesta started with unofficial guides in 2004. I could be wrong about that. And then TouringPlans.com, the website, 
in terms of like their ability to build your own custom itineraries? I don't know. I should know. I should know. Oh, because Sorry, Len. According to my research, Len Tester joined unofficial guides in 1996. His name appeared on the cover in 2002. The first time Len's evolutionary algorithm based on the process of natural selection replaced Bob Selinger's mixed integer algorithm was in 2003. He co-founded TourinPlans.com in 2003. But I suppose that is all just trivial information for a mind such as yours, Justin. He's like late to the itinerary thing. Touring Plans has been around longer than Disney's itinerary planning service. That's true. False. You're right. This is false. <laughs> false. The math doesn't work out. The math, if anything, would be touring plans suing Disney, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. Because I was like, wait a minute. And their stuff is just so bad. And their stuff is so bad. Like, it just, yeah. I feel like they wouldn't, even if that was the case and touring plans did violate, I feel like they wouldn't no. know. Like, they would just like, it would be <laughs> well, like, this is funny. hundred years later, they listen would find up. out. There's a bit of, cur- there's a kernel of truth here. It's not Disney suing touring plans. Mm-hmm. It's not touring plans suing Disney either. It's another company, a different company. It's called Agile Journeys LLC. Uh-huh. And basically it was two, <laughs> people, that two people that used to work for Disney filed this patent in 2007. Well, it got issued in 2007, but they the process was initiated going way back to th- 2001. Okay. And basically they designed a, a system that does exactly what genie does mm. and it, they had they have pictures here of it running on a palm pilot which i gotta show you this it's a trip and it's like it basically it makes ride recommendation selections based on user wow. preferences okay and but also takes into account like load balancing for the park you know okay. having people go to different places to balance the amount of people okay across the park right that's right here look at this, this is a, on an old palm pilot right so it's funny. It's called Patent 9... Oh I think they called it Patent 983. The 983 patent proposes improvements to the technology of itinerary generation to allow a theme park to spread demand for its attraction through mechanisms that moderate demand for popular attractions and create demand for underutilized attractions. So this is kind of what regular Genie tries to do. It tells people to go to the right. Swiss Family Treehouse and the Carousel all the time. It doesn't do it very well because it doesn't convince anyone to do it. Right. But, but that's the idea. That was the goal of wow. the song. So they have this, right? And now when Disney tried to file some patents, they tried to file patents for Genie twice. And they both were rejected because of this 983 patent. They basically said, sorry, there's already a patent patent for that. Disney does it anyways, and now they're getting sued. (laughs) From people that work for them? They worked for Disney, yeah. They worked for Disney. And then what happened? So there's two, two guys, Redmond and Eaton. Eaton worked as a marketing supervisor in the Walt Disney Resort division from 90 to 97. Package okay. tourism products, so he was in like the marketing piece. But Redmond actually worked for WE Enterprises, so this is like the Imagineering. He was mm-hmm. a show designer at Epcot beginning in 1982, so he's like early Epcot show designer. Wow, yeah, he later worked at Walt Disney Imagineering in research and development from 88 to 93, where he developed wow. new ride technologies. Wow, okay. so these, these guys are like. They've worked for the Disney company right. for a bit. For a long time. And they had a great idea on an itinerary building service. And they filed a patent. And now they're suing Disney. <laughs> wow. So we'll see what happens. I want to follow this story. 
I, so I'm, I'm, I'll link the Disney Tourist Blog website. I'll link their Disney Tourist Blog story here sure. in the show notes. And it's actually really funny. The Disney Tourist Blog guy, what's his name? Tom Bricker. He's actually a lawyer. So he he writes copiously. Like <laughs> There's a lot of information in this article. So if, if you're looking for some information about this, I'll, I'll link, check out the show notes. I'll link it there. <laughs> All right, Autumn, you ready for the next headline? Yes. Has to do with Genie Plus. Okay. Guests are now able to modify Lightning Lane selections in app. Modify? What does that mean? So they booked a Lightning Lane. Mm-hmm. And they modify it? <laughs> yes. What does that, what does that You're mean? You're just going to have to guess on this one, I think. Yeah. Because you, you book it, you don't book it, or you book it and you cancel it. Mm-hmm. Modify it? Change the time? But you can't because it gives you the time. I'm gonna say it's true. This is true. Yeah, this is true. So, I don't know what it means. So yeah, I'll tell you, so the way the system worked in the past was with with a lightning lane with Genie Plus, you could you'd pick the the one the next one that's available. You pick what they give you basically, the first one that's available, and that one's yours. And now if you want to grab another time, you have to cancel that reservation and rebook because sometimes availability will open up throughout the day for right. short windows. Correct. If by the time you cancel it and try and book that new time or new ride, that the availability Taken. could be gone. Yeah. yeah. So it probably will be. But now <laughs> there's a modify button, which is nice because mm-hmm. everything else has a modify button. You can modify your dining reservations, you know? Okay. So this would work. Slinky Dog, I have a four o'clock. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of a sudden that doesn't work for me because mm-hmm. I was able to get dinner reservations. Mm-hmm. I would click modify and then it would just give me the different times right there that it would be available. It, it, exactly. It gives you what, this is the time that's available. Do you want to modify? And you just click. Yep, exactly. And also you can actually switch it for a different ride. That's nice. So maybe like you grabbed Haunted Mansion, you really wanted Jungle Cruise. You mm-hmm. grab Haunted Mansion because you figured it'd be a close second, but you go to check it in 30 minutes and oh, Jungle, Jungle Cruise is available in that time slot. You can modify and switch to Jungle Cruise. So this gives more flexibility to the guest. This is nice. I do predict that for super users, it will benefit them more, right? Right. Because they'll be able to so sc- scooch up your times closer, right? To, to get more lightning lanes throughout your day. Say you get Slinky Dog for eight, right? And now you're, you, in the past, you're stuck with Slinky Dog at eight, but now you could be refreshing and looking for earlier and earlier times. Mm. So while it's going to help out the super users, and I think will help out the regular user too, it also is going to put people's nose in their phone probably a little it's bit more. Say even more though, because yeah. you're just. You were talking about the fear of like missing you're out. Missing, you're missing everything that's happening. Like to the, a certain degree, yeah. No, just, there's just so much to see. There's so much detail. There's yeah. so much, you know, that even when you have a moment to pause, you're going to be on your phone looking. On your phone, and the magic's supposed to be not on your phone. It's supposed to be in the park. That's yeah. why you're paying. Up to $180 a day. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. kerfuffle. Yeah. I mean, it, it it's it's pluses and minuses for sure. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. You know. I, I, I want the fast pass system back. I still <laughs> I, I told Justin I'd let him know the day that I that I changed my mind about it, but there hasn't been anything that's so great about Genie Plus. No, Genie Plus isn't wouldn't. better than Fast Pass Plus. No, it's just not. It's not. It, it's not, y'all. You hearing me? Yeah, well, it costs money. And it's up to, there's another change. It, like, it hit $30. Genie Plus hit $30 over but it's Thanksgiving just a better, break. Even if you wanted to charge some amount, but just go back to the old FastPass system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't you do that? It yeah. was just, 
better. And they could, they could. I mean, whatever money they feel like they have, want to or need to make, you could, but you could just have a better system in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I have a whole outline on a better system. I really would love to take a crack at Genie Plus. Ooh, I really should, would. We should talk about a new, or like a reimagining of it. Yeah, I have a I'm whole not... outline on it. We could do um, a whole show on this. All right, I just, it's just it, a silly idea. We need idea. to automify it because right? yeah. I haven't seen this outline. All right, I'll, t- I'll, I'll share it with you, okay? I'll share it with I'll you. Have some, some I have some other people bits. shared on the outline right now. And just, oh, okay. You know, we'll see. All we'll right. See. All right, so do you want to hop right into a, hey, hey, hey. Easy That's visit. right. So this is our newer segment, yep. which I'm really, really enjoying. I think it might be my favorite. It basically what we do is you take one of these one-star reviews from the internet, which mm-hmm. you know what? If you go on the internet, there's a lot of people complaining about a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, but I will say we—I mean, we—we we do keep this specific to Disney yes. and Universal. Yes. So it, we're not just reading any one-star review about like Popeyes. No, no. This <laughs> is Disney and Universal, and we try and say like, okay, what what went wrong here in this person's vacation, and how can we either prepare you, the listener, to to get around some of these things, or just know that it's going to happen. Right. So I was looking for one for fear of missing out, and I don't think. I got one specifically for it, but here's one. What is this? Is this? Yep, this is Disney World. And let's we'll see if we can pick out some of the fear of missing out in here. Okay. All right. So mm. this this is JMC from Worcestershire, United Kingdom. The title of the review is "Smugglers Run Boring." R of the R, never working. Don't bother. August 2022. <laughs> so the heat of this past summer is from. He's from the UK. I'm not going to do a British accent. What's that? I'm going to just not read it like you because you're you reading it. Right. And I'm not British. Exactly. Right. No, not even a little love. No, not at at all. Not even a little British. No. You're zero. All right. then. You're zero British. All right. Sorry. Had high expectations because of the Star Wars stuff. But wow, it was a letdown. Okay. Just right there. I had high expectations for the Star Wars uh, stuff. My mind was blown. <laughs> yeah. It was I, blown. It, it, what about it you? Was, no, same. I That was that was the most detailed. When you were first telling me about the magic and then you have not seen a theme park theme like Disney. Yeah. In my head, it like that is the image. You're not going to see this anywhere else was yeah. when I went to Galaxy's Edge. And you're, well, did you have high expectations though? Where were your expectations for Star Wars? No, I think in general I had very, when I think about Disney before I had gone, and then even specifically Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. No, we're very high. And I still think to this day, I think Galaxy's Edge really is like, really the only, in some parts of Animal Kingdom that I would say match the high amount of expectation in terms of like people talking about it. There is a lot of the parks, honestly, that aren't like, it's cool theme, but it's not... All right, I don't think it's right. that great. So, okay. So, it was, <laughs> we were, our expectations were exceeded, but this- They were exceeded. Wow. They were high and they were exceeded, I think. All right. We had Genie Plus for the day, but we were unable to book Rise of the Resistance because they make it available for Disney Resort get, resort hotels only until 8.30. I think what he's trying to say is they don't make it. Right. You can't book it. Yeah, we were unable to book it until 8.30. Correct. If you're not at a Disney Resort hotel. And they were at the the Four Seasons, which is sometimes classed as Disney. So I, right. this, yeah, yeah, I, this is a tricky one. This is tricky because some of those, and I think the Four Seasons, you can still get early theme park entry. 
I'm not 100% maybe on that. Not. Yeah, maybe but, not. Yeah, But apparently you can't book those early lightning lane selections for 7 a.m. So yeah, that is the thing. If you're not a resort guest, you can't book them at 7 a.m. And that the rise of the resistance in the summer and when it's busy will sell it's out long before 8.30. Long before 8.30. You can so, still get in line. But. So, and that's still, that's another, you know, qualm that people have with Disney that there's a lot of, when it comes to getting on Genie Plus and getting that, was it 7 a.m.? pick when it comes to park opening you really get that early advantage only when you are a resort guest so you're That's staying right. on one of the disney sites then there are hotels that that are completely off-site and then there are some that are like not owned by disney but are also right. considered on-site. on-site because they're in the within the park right parks. and there are there's a list you can find online or shoot me an email easy at gmail.com of hotels that are not owned and operated by Disney, but do give you access to early theme park entry. Yeah. Then when you go to make a reservation, it shows really late in the day. So we booked the Aerosmith ride, hmm. which is brilliant. So I feel like that sentence doesn't make sense without a British accent. It makes sense. Which I is understand brilliant. what you're saying. Which is brilliant. It's nah, brilliant. Was, yeah. Anyway. Well, maybe more your intonation. <laughs> which is brilliant. No, nah, it just doesn't brilliant. make sense with an American accent. It does when I say it. Doesn't try. Brilliant. Go ahead, say the sentence. <laughs> Can I so read we it? booked the Aerosmith ride. So we booked the Aerosmith ride, which is brilliant. That is better, you're right. And we did that twice. Once through Genie and once via the single rider queue. Nice. Love the single rider queue, mm. but it still took 40 minutes. So yeah, it's single rider. It's a roller coaster. They generally don't do that well with single rider just because the way seating works and parties work. So yeah, you're still going to wait 40 minutes on that one, but... He rode this twice. He rode the Aerosmith ride. He's talking about rock and roller coaster. That's pretty good. Yeah, but in terms of... um, That's a great ride. That that is a roller coaster that if Autumn did roller coasters, I would be probably my top pick. Yeah, we're going to get you on that ride. We're going to get you on that ride, Autumn. You can do that one. (laughs) Then we booked Smuggler's Run because R of the R, I think he was trying to save time, but Rise of the Resistance, yeah, (laughs) was not available due to technical issues. Mm. This, uh, So yeah, that's the case. Rise of the Resistance, super complex ride. Multi. This has come up in a few of our other yeah, easy digits. It's right? broken down a lot. Yeah. And just like you can look at the data on this, it is broken down a lot. a lot. Yeah. So, Smuggler's Run, this was really boring. Basically, just a short film with a few bumps. <laughs> what, dude? So, uh, this That's is. That's <laughs> not. Yeah. A short film with a few bumps. Yeah. Like, if you've ever. <sighs> This no. First of all, it's not. I don't even. I don't know what I'm saying about one. a short film, but not not I Rise of the Rise Resistance. Resistance. No, he's talking about Smuggler's Run. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you I'm didn't sorry. Do that I, got, I was like, that's incorrect. The, it might have been too intense for you, you know. So, we okay. skipped this one in terms of like the nausea. Mm. We skipped this one, but yeah, I've 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 ridden this one like maybe six times. It's wow. <laughs> could it be better? Yeah. Is it? An e-ticket? Is it one of the top rides at Disney World? No. Mm. It's more than a film with a couple bumps. It's... Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. I can't work this into fear of missing out, but I... This yeah, I don't think that's This person's interpretation of it. This, so far, they're not into Star Wars, right? Or at least they're just underwhelmed by it. Right. Could something be coloring his experience on this ride in order to call this? Because this is this is like bordering on disingenuous, and I don't like to argue with people in these reviews. Yeah. But a short film with a well, couple bumps. Yeah, I, I think overall it might be that you know it might have been starting with not being able to 
get the ride right when you mm-hmm. want it. Mm-hmm. And then there might have been a few other bumps that happened that we don't even know about that aren't in the review. Mm-hmm. And right, that can lead to a feeling of being overwhelmed because your expectation was higher and it's been you've been let down. Your expectations have been lowered slowly or painfully throughout the day. Yeah. And I don't so, think he's going on the internet. I, I shouldn't say disingenuous because I don't think this gentleman is like right, lying right. on the internet because who is he going to hurt? Right. I, I, that's probably like his real subjective experience, or at least his memory of his real subjective experience, that it is a short film with a couple bumps. And I'm like, what? But like, what? Whatever happened, right? Right. Made that ride experience that poor. That. I feel like I've kind of, I kind of feel bad for this guy. Like, mm. what happened to this guy? Who hurt you? Who hurt you, JMC from Worcestershire? Let's keep reading. I, I just wonder if there might be more yeah. part pieces of the puzzle here. But it sounds like from the beginning of the day, there was a letdown with the rides and the part of the park that he really wanted but to go how, to. What I'm interested in is for our listeners, like, how can we prevent that? Because it sounds like this is a kind of like a, a negative train. And it and he, it just went off the rails. I, well, I think one of it is that like, no, like understand what the ride is. Mm-hmm. I would I haven't done it, but I believe that it's more than a few bumps it's, in a screen it because is. you can get that anywhere. It is. However, however, uh, was he just mad about the money? I maybe know. I don't know. I think a part of it is this whole idea of managed like expectations versus reality. Yeah. I also think that I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, I, and I don't, and what his comparison points are. So, because he goes on to say, just a short film with a few bumps. Yes, the theming outside the ride is amazing. Okay, and he's right about that. It is okay. amazing is the word. But the ride, it, but the ride itself is so dull. Oh. And like, what so is he comparing he had, it to? What's like, what is superior in terms of that maybe, ride system? Maybe, com- maybe compared to it, the the exterior. So oh. this te- this tells me that this person, I don't think, is. Might have really been coming at this, I guess, with more of a reflective, balanced view because they were able to share, like, how amazing the exterior theming was, right? It wasn't like the whole thing was garbage and it was just garbage. And it's like, well, really? Yeah. Like, they, they spoke to how it was absolutely gorgeous. And so then maybe, like, boop, the inside didn't live done, up to the outside. We've had experiences like that where one part or segment of the ride is great, but then the rest of it's kind of like, yeah, it's cool, but it's just didn't. But dull? It didn't wow me. Maybe well, this maybe is a difference. you wouldn't have used that trace of words. Yeah, because I'm not British. So maybe like brilliant and dull mean means something a little, dull means something a little different. Maybe dull isn't so bad. It's not exciting. It doesn't mean awful. It just didn't, it was unimpressive. Neutral, maybe. So all we wanted to do before leaving was R of the R. We had to pay, capitalized, yet more for the lightning lane, which gave us a fairly late time and when we went, they still said the lightning lane was an hour's long queue. Wow. So, yeah. So he he purchased, it sounds like he purchased an individual lightning lane selection. He was apparently able to get that. That's good. Later in the day. Because earlier, he said, you know, at 8.30, he didn't want to do it. But then they were able to do it later in the day. But it gave him a late time. Right. So then they went, they still said the lightning lane wasn't, so they went to the ride, mm-hmm. got in the lightning lane, and the people at the lightning lane queue said, sorry, it's it's still like an hour's, he says, an hour's queue. So I'm imagining at least oh, a 60 wow. minute yeah, wait, which seem- can happen, especially if it broke down earlier in the day, all those lightning lane people have to get on the that ride. So that because that you've got, you get a lightning lane to not wait in an hour line long. Yeah. Yeah. So this what? is why I say for, for Rise of the Resistance, 
This is like, if you really want to ride this, get there early. Don't buy the individual lightning lane. Just hop right into standby. Just get on this. They Just open it before the rest of the park most mm -hmm. of the time. Just get on this ride right away. Don't spend the money. Just get up early. And then and you're you're that's the the best chance of you getting on the ride. Because it will break down later in the day. It's gonna it's, yeah, every day. Just about. Yeah. So yeah, so they ended up going to guest relations and getting a refund. And we Good. shall not return, he says there. Yeah, so there's the thing. They say that these light individual lightning lanes are non-refundable. It says it when you purchase it. Yeah. But if you're not able to use it, you go go yeah. ahead and, and try. Go to guest relations and try and get it refunded. So they can refund it or do you know, I don't know. Switch it, do something else for you. And and Disney is pretty good at those things, trying to remedy a situation that is yeah. out of your control. Yeah. Especially if you're British. So <laughs> no, they do. They favor the Brits. Okay. So and here he may, here's the last bit of it, and maybe this will 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 give us some hints into why he's he's so upset. So you fly over four thousand miles from London to Orlando on the basis of seeing a great ride online. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he did four, fly four thousand miles. He said you, but he's not talking about me. He's he's like himself, the royal you. I think is what he's yeah. using here. Yeah. So you fly over four thousand miles to London to Orlando on the basis of seeing a ride. Stop it. So you fly so on the basis of seeing a great ride online. Oh, he saw the ride online. And you don't get to go on it anyway. How poor. When you've spent $3,000 on tickets for the family. Magic? Don't think so. Hmm. So he was looking for magic. Is poor, he? I think he means here how like poor quality of a situation. Yeah. How poor. I want to know. I just have a lot of questions. I, I, think, do. I don't think I have as much... Like, I, ideas as I have questions, you know, like, how long were you there? Like, I get that it's that, and it's not, expensive, well, 3, but you know it's expensive, it's Disney. $3,000 for tickets is probably a week, and usually you right. don't stay less than a week if you're coming was, from the UK. That's true, that's true. It sounds like, particularly Rise of the Resistance and Galaxy's Edge might have been the letdown in... He didn't get to ride that, trip. yeah. He didn't even get to and ride And he it. didn't like, maybe he didn't like Smugglers, because he didn't get to ride Rise. Did he ride... He, but he didn't I thought get to he ride did smugglers ride. before. He did, but like in recapping and telling the story, he's so mad that he didn't get to ride Rise that he had to absolutely trash smugglers. Could be. Because I, I can't figure, because it wasn't, it's not a I know. short film that with a few bumps. That is tearing you up. Because there is a ride that is a short film with a few bumps, and that is Fast and Furious at oh. Universal Orlando. It is a short Figment. film with a few bumps. And even that, that's not even exactly a fair characterization. Smuggler's Run is not, there are buttons. He didn't mention the buttons. There's thousands of buttons to push and levers. Maybe he was just unimpressed. Maybe that kind of ride didn't impress him. Like there are right. rides you would go on that people would find really cool. Yes. That you might be like. And there's room for that. I'm just saying that his characterization was unduly negative. <laughs> And I think that had to do with yeah, his overall experience, experience. Yeah, his overall experience. And I think that's something to caution against. Yes. Because it's it, not hurting Disney that he's bummed out about it's that It's not. Ride. It's a huge, I mean, it, it might as well be a country. Like, I want you to think of going to Disney as going to a small country. Please elaborate. I love this. Keep going. There is, there is so much. There is so many inner workings. There's so many small workings. Mm -hmm. There's so many big workings. There's so many people. A lot of working. There's so many processes yes. that you're going to interact with that really even have nothing to do with you, your experience, your day. They're mm -hmm. just about like keeping things running. So I want to imagine if you had, you were to just fly to another small country and you had these expectations of your experience, 
I, I just wonder how that might be different. I wonder, you know, some experience that you went on wasn't as great if that would like ruffle your feathers as much as, as it would if you're going to Disney because Disney really is a small country. I mean, it's so, when you have any operation that big, you know, when you're going to another country, like I want you to, if you were to think about it that way, there are going to be things that happen that are out of your control. Yeah. That have nothing to do with you. Yeah. And that might be a bit of a bummer. It might be a bit of, of a letdown. Even though there might also be some really wonderful magical things. I want you to just think about if you were to, again, just travel however many miles you did on a plane to a, to a small country, you know, if you would have the same feeling, right? Or yeah. they would just, you'd kind of brush some of those off as like, oh, I had an interaction with human beings today. Or, you know, with a system the, today. <laughs> yeah, or the museum was closed. Like if you went to Paris yeah. and the Louvre, that's yeah. in Paris, right? The Louvre was closed and you weren't able to get in the Louvre. Or you went in. Are you now going to like... That brasserie, brassie, brass, I don't know, that restaurant you went to in France that begins with oh, a B, yeah. are you going to rate the the bread there poorly because the Louvre was closed? Right. Or you went there. Like, well, you could, though. You, like, went, you went to the museum, and, and we could hear this, too. Sometimes, like, you interacted with a cast member that wasn't so great. At the, the, you know, the Mona Lisa was real small. Yeah, you like, it didn't... You weren't as wild by it in person, you know, like that might happen. And yeah. a lot of people might still say, well, but it's the Mona Lisa. But you just particularly weren't impressed with it, you know, or then you went to go have a meal. She and should the, smile. She should smile. The restaurant you wanted to go to was closed. You know, like we, like I want, I think it's helpful to think of Disney, though magical, awesome things can happen. Really think it's more helpful to think of it as like a mini nation okay. <laughs> country. And yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. just like you would have. Some experiences that are awesome and some experiences that were like subpar or didn't work out the way. Sure. That might, I think that reframing yeah. might really help. Now, what I think would be helpful is is a way to reframe during the vacation. And I don't think we have the answer for this right now. But like what can, what can stop you? What can slow you down from just going on this hate train where you're like, mm. this is just all trash because mm. of this like thing that really sets you off. Because like I said, it's not hurting Disney, it's really just hurting your own vacation. If you're a Star Wars fan at all, you can find a lot of good things, not just to say, but to remember about Smuggler's Run. There's right. a lot of cool stuff happening there. Like sure. I said, not my favorite ride, could have been better. Maybe didn't meet my expectations 100% that particular ride. Right. But uh, it was more than a short film with a few bumps. <laughs> Justin's really a uh, really kind of outrageous JMC from Worcestershire. Um, but I, I, you know, I, here's what I want to say: always, it's yes, it's a magical, it's a cool place. But I, I say this all the time: it's a place run by human beings, mm-hmm. and so there's going to be imperfect things. And I think if you're able to keep that in mind, your whole that will really help buffer against your whole experience feeling like crap okay because in reality most of the time we feel that way it's not in fact true if we were to like rewind you know hit the rewind button and go back and relive it or re-experience it so i think that's just something to keep in mind keep that in mind yeah disney's a small country it's a small country and or a small world expect a a small world maybe a disney world perhaps (laughs) A Walt Disney keep that World. Keep in mind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it in mind. Small little world, and manage your expectations just like you were, you would if you were going to another small little country or a small, a different small little world, or another a planet, small little world. <laughs> and on that note, we'd like to thank you for tuning back in. This is really great. Like I said, we we will be back. And if for some reason we have any changes because bums come up with moving, we will 
we will have some kind of announcement to let you all know that. Probably not even going to promise that. I'm going to promise that. <laughs> okay, well, you that. make the announcement yes. then. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll promise that. But we're like, no, absolutely, we're here. We ha- we are back doing episodes. Yeah. We just had some stuff come up. If you have any questions, I'm still on my email. If, even if yes. we don't have an episode, I'm still working for my clients. I'm yep. still, you know, figuring out Genie Plus Lightning Lane selections. I'm still working the Disney game. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions, you want to talk Disney easydizitpodcast at gmail.com. We can even set up a time to talk online and you can have your own private little easy dizit session. That's it. And if you had an experience that you thought was really hard or maybe traumatic, please reach out. I might be able to help you out just processing through your Disney experience. I think that might be a neat thing to do with people and also might help us help you. Yeah. Easy. (laughs) Easy dizit podcast at gmail.com. Attention autumn. Yes. All right. (laughs) Bye everyone. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we missed talking to you. We we heard that you missed listening to us. So uh, we're glad to once again be talking and to you once again to be listening. Uh, all those new listeners that we have, I noticed you've been checking out the back catalog. Uh, it's, it showed up in the numbers. Uh, we had a dip without new episodes, but not as low as a dip as you might imagine. So if that's you, thank you very much. If that's not you, go check out some of our older episodes. Uh, 62, 61, 59, those are all numbers. And they correspond to an episode that may or may not be good. You, you be the judge. Uh, otherwise, you can check us out at, at it on Instagram. Uh, you can also, at any time, shoot me an email. podcast at gmail.com. And I will respond to your email uh, without a British accent. I'll do that for you. Uh, if you would like to go to Disney World or Universal Studios or you're just thinking about it and you just want to bounce some ideas off a person, I could be that person. Uh, if you're committed to going and you'd like me to book it for you, I could be that person. I'm, a, I'm an authorized Disney travel planner as well as a Universal Studios uh, travel planner. So shoot me an email. I can help you with dining reservations. I can book you the resort. I can help you find the right resort. And I can help with those lightning lane selections. I have a, I have a system. I'd like to show it to you. It's pretty cool. It's pretty nerdy. Uh, and it can save you some time and maybe even save you some money uh, determining when and when not to buy Genie Plus or individual lightning lanes. All right. Until next time, take care of yourselves and easy dizzy.